The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Guys, we're always looking for ways to make our lives better. Maybe a pre-workout before the gym or supplements to grow your hair. Yeah, I don't have this beautiful head of hair, Mark, by just like, you know, I have to have some supplements, some oils. You always can use a little help. You know how you can make things better? I'm going to tell you how. Because when you're with your partner, things could be good. You know what? Things could be very good. But how about making them just a little bit better? That's what you get with the chewables from BlueChew.com. BlueChew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. And now they also have Vardenafil mint-flavored chewables with the active ingredient in Levitra and Staxon. So you can keep your energy high and stay fresh. Blue Chew is an online prescription service, so no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. And it ships right to your door in a discreet package. So... Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. Visit BlueChew.com and try it for free when you use our promo code FIGHT at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code FIGHT to receive your first month free. AEW Rampage, and we have a huge, huge matchup with our next guest that joins us here on Busted Open, and that is the one and only Daniel Garcia. How are you, sir? And thank you so much for the time. I'm good. How are you feeling today? Thank you for having me. Listen, we're talking to you. I'm very happy to be talking to you. Mark and Thunder dancing while the entrance music is playing. Is, is, that, is that West Side Gun? No, that's not West Side Gun. That's um, it's my buddy from Buffalo, New York, Kevin Bennett. He's a rapper, a wrestler. He man, that that's that's live, man. He did that. He did, he did that. He went crazy. He went crazy with that, bro. When your music play, I'm, I'm I legit start dancing like I'm at he the does. club. <laughs> he really I ain't does. been to the club in about ten years, but I, I think that's what it used to feel like. 
That's a, <laughs> it's been a while, as long man. as you're not grinding on anybody yeah, right now when is, you're dancing, I'm Gucci. It has seriously been, Mark, and I and listen, we have a Who's lot to talk about with our guests. you went out to a club? It, 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 legit, 25 years. Oof. Wow, it's been at least I mean, 10. I just turned 52. I used to hang hard, man. My wife was like, hey, bring your ass home before noon. Before twelve. Before noon. Before midnight. I was like, what is this? Like confused. Japan, Mexico. Hey, uh, Daniel. You know I'm a huge. I always been a huge fan of yours from the moment you stepped in the ring at AEW. How mm-hmm. do you How do you feel that your character has developed and to the opportunity you have today, which is a huge opportunity. Oh, it's been great. I feel like when I came into AEW, I feel like I was typecasted a lot just as like a technical wrestler. And a lot of times technical wrestlers get typecasted as boring. And I feel like uh, being with Jericho and being able to stay in the um, Jericho Appreciation Society has really allowed me to show more levels and layers to my character and what I can do as a performer. So I'm really grateful for that. Because you are a sports entertainer, is that right? I'm obviously a sports entertainer, can't you see? How is that, how did that feel for you? Because like you said, you're a technical wrestler. You're so good inside that squared circle. How did it feel to be able to open up and show more character and show more personality? It felt great. I mean, I've always knew that the stuff that I'm doing on TV now, like the dancing, the um, showing more personality, I've always had that inside of me. It's something that I've always felt comfortable doing. It's just, um, you can't show that stuff too early. If I showed it too early, then I would have been typecasted as the guy goofy. who can only do um, entertaining, kind of more goofy things. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I had to establish myself as a serious wrestler first. And then after that, I was able to blend more elements of entertainment and comedy into my character to have a good mix of it. You, you have a great level of evolution ahead of you because knowing you, there's stuff that I know about you wrestling-wise and personality-wise that don't come across on TV yet. And yeah. and, and that's going to come. But you don't have to give everybody everything right away. Like, you got plenty of time. Like, you got another 15, 20 years in your career. So, like, there is levels to it. Like, do you ever feel too pressured to to jump out there and do something? Yeah, I mean, sometimes, obviously, with, um, like, the internet and fans have such a direct line to every wrestler and every performer. So sometimes you kind of do feel pressured to, oh, man, I have to blow my load every single week. I have to show them the best of everything that I have for the next 10 years on a week-to-week basis. But um, I'm a strong believer in patience and not doing that. I don't like to show all my cards at once. And, um yeah. I got a lot I'm going to show people for the next 15 years. You know? Come on, let's go. And I love it. And, like, I love seeing a different side of you. Obviously, I got to say this. Not that I'm jealous because I'm a 52-year-old man. I'm a married <sighs> man. But, man, when you start seeing him start dancing and the girls going crazy, like, I mean, that's got to feel good. As a young man, as a, a young athlete. Don't somebody that's, boost his ego even more than it <laughs> Listen, I'm not, boost, I'm not boosting ego. I'm telling, I'm just being that's, completely that's honest. True. It's just true. Oh, you're a stud. All the girls want you. That's Thank you, thing. Rosa. Wait, oh, oh, wait, that was a time. Wait a second, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Before, before, I'm just saying can, what can you're I, saying. Wait, no. But you are throwing uh, this out there. Can no, I? No, he's a star in repeat, the ring. He's a star in the ring. Can I repeat what oh was God. being said in break before no. Daniel Hell Garcia no. joined? 
Not everything. I'm just saying <laughs> please, certain please. things because she almost cried when she found out that yes. Daniel Garcia yes. was not going to be in studio with us because oh. she wanted him to dance for her for her birthday. I've been talking about it for an hour and a half because Daniel always, listen, when I'm calling your matches and your dance like that, I always sing in Spanish like a stupid song. Any, like Mm -hmm. every time, every time. And it works because you're like, it's very entertaining. And I remember when you first came in, you didn't do that. And now you do it all the time. That's like your signature. I think the opposite, the the, the word was, like it's sexy. I don't know about, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Rose is being all modest now, being all shy. <laughs> no, 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 no. I didn't say She's that. I think shy. it's fun. I think it's fun. <laughs> but, okay, let, let me put it this way. I used to wrestle a lot of intergender wrestling before. And if mm-hmm. I had the opportunity, I think I told you this, it will be an honor to beat your ass in a ring. Whoa. <laughs> I swear. You're so good. You're Whoa. so intense that um, it is so enjoyable to watch you wrestle. Like, I, I will say, like, one of my favorite matches of you was uh, at Forbidden Door, that four-way. Like, the story mm-hmm. was really interesting. It was really fun. You were the young guy, and everybody wanted to punk you, but you stood you, know, you stood in your ground, and it was, like, heart-hitting, and I was like, yeah, baby, yeah. Like, but you know what the best part yes. of it was? Is the fact that he danced when he wanted to dance. I know! And then when he got, he acted like he was going <laughs> to dance, and then the crowd stood up, they were like, yeah, yeah, and he went, Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you and can't always pop. give them what they want. Don't give them what they, what they want. What that pop me, man. You you getting it? He's and a player. That, He's a player. He Thank is you. a major player, and I, I feel like. Do you feel like now when you walk through the locker room and you and you walk around the the AEW, uh, you know the the company of it, that people look at you with a lot more respect and they see you as uh, a major player. Uh, I feel like, honestly, I feel like I got more respect from everybody. Like when I first came in, when I was like, <laughs> when, when I was like grinding on the independence and having like these crazy, like hour long matches and like 30 minute matches. I feel like I got more respect then. Now I feel like people kind of look at me like, oh, he gets TV wrestling a little bit more, but I don't think people look at me, like, hold me in that like I think you're confusing of, respect and intimidation. Like they mm. thought that you was gonna whoop their ass, cause it's a it's a lot of people <laughs> that ain't game, and you you're true, game. True. Hashtag true. Hashtag true. <laughs> and now true. you you put that entertainment like Jericho. Jericho, I heard this term that he was the most effeminate tough guy ever, and he'll tell you that because he was with me when the person said it. And he said, yeah, yeah. I'll kick your ass too. And I busted out laughing because he don't pull no punches. He is a he tough don't. dude that sings, dances, acts, performs, wrestles, and he's a businessman too on top of that. Yep. Like you, you, you got a lot to aspire to being right there at the, uh, at the foothills of that mountain. Like is there something that Jericho is doing that's rubbing off on you to where you go home and you go, damn, I got to implement that. I got to do this next week. I got to, I want to, I want to see if I can activate that. I feel like the biggest thing of being with Jericho, it's not, he doesn't tell you what to do and he doesn't like, uh, he doesn't even really try to steer you in the right direction, but he, he gives me the confidence to try, you know, like I'll see Jericho do things that, you know, other wrestlers would never dream of doing that they would feel so self-conscious doing. And I'm like, if Chris Jericho, you know, the person that beat The Rock and Stone Cold in the same night, who's been on top for 20 years, 
if he's willing to try this new thing that might seem goofy or might be intimidating to some people, like why shouldn't I give myself a couple years in the business the opportunity to try something? Wow. Like Good. why am I scared to fall on my face? Why am I scared to to fail, you know? Like Jericho has tried things and it's the most random things and it's gotten over. So why am I so afraid to try something that I want to do? Like I shouldn't be afraid to fail. And that's the biggest confidence that Jericho has gave me. Don't be afraid to try. Yeah, but you don't wow. need him anymore at this point. Like, I think now, at this point in your career, I think it's time to move whoa, on. Whoa, no, Can you be more whoa. honest today or uh, what? He's so in he, discord. I'm just saying, listen, look, look at what we saw happen on Dynamite Wednesday, right? After that loss, you know, Jericho came out to kind of give a pep talk, and you and Sammy Guevara was like, you know what, I think... I think we've graduated now. I think I think class Ooh. is out, did and he, I think we've graduated. Did he give Jack Swagger the hat back? Yeah. No. No, no. he didn't. He didn't. No. Man, that's his favorite hat, though. <laughs> Jericho's been bugging lately. He's acting a fool, like, running around with Don Callis. He's bugging. I don't know what, he, what he's on. Don like, Callis right is now. a bad human being. Man. He hey, is. did you Man. see? Do you know how bad he was? A fan in Mexico whoop his ass. For they real, whooped it harder. they whoop his ass because they I'm really hate him. I'm glad that the fan tripped though. <laughs> no, he would have like really <laughs> hurt him if, if the fan didn't trip because he had his leg grapevine. Yes. Every time in my life, I've ever seen somebody get either a rear naked choke and a grapevine. Mm-hmm. When you pull backwards, it break the leg every time. No, it's like they and really the dude hate him. Tripped, yeah. and then his leg went off. And Don didn't get hurt. Don got very lucky. Oh my God! Yes. Yes. Daniel, Daniel know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Daniel do all those grapevines. I, I would have kept that left grapevine. <laughs> <laughs> still a bad guy. Still a bad guy. Uh, let's talk about tonight. Huge match tonight for that Ring of Honor Pure World Championship. This is Oof. a big opportunity for you against one of the best wrestlers in the world in Shibata. Like, talk about this matchup tonight for Ring of Honor. At Katsuro Shibata, he was one of my biggest inspirations when I started wrestling. He's had some of my favorite wrestling matches ever you know he, he's had historic matches some of the matches that i look the most on when it comes to studying and when it comes to pure enjoyment as well and uh i think he's someone who's very 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 respected in the um in the business and i feel like you know i'm not there yet but i feel like i'm starting to get to his level and i feel like that intimidates a lot of people. You know, i feel like I've, i feel like i've accomplished just as much as he has I feel like I'm putting Whoa, out. Whoa, hold your horses. No, no, no. Don't, please don't stop this. Please just don't stop. There's an output as he has. And uh, I think that's scary to him. And I feel like he's stepping in the ring with not somebody who was a fan of his, not somebody who looked up to him. But tonight he's going to step in the ring with his equal. And that's oh, what I'm going to bring to him. You hear You're that? in the ring with your equal Whoa. tonight. Not a fan. I, he is Neo. He's the one. <laughs> he believes. <laughs> oh, my God. He woke up with I, I, a confidence. I really, I really do believe that tonight he's in the ring with his equal. It's not a, wow. it's not a mismatch. It's not, it's not a veteran versus a rookie tonight. It's peer versus peer. Do you see a hole in him that you can take advantage of and you can ex- exploit? Yeah, you know when I've been touring the world. The I mean, I'm just years, asking without you saying it in so many words. And I don't think he's listening anyway. You know. Yeah, was, I mean, yeah. Well, when I've been touring the world for the past five years in front of sold out arenas wrestling the best people in the world he's been retired he's been training students in a dojo in la teaching them the fundamentals of pro wrestling and i've been thrown in the fire you know battle tested so he's been off for the past five years i've been grinding Mm. i feel like that's the best uh 
that's the best hole that I see in his game. Just hasn't been as active as me. Mm. And uh, I'm going to prove that tonight. How does it feel to be a part of Ring of Honor as well? Ring of Honor coming back under the AEW umbrella. A lot of history with Ring of Honor. I've always been a big fan. And that is kind of like the organization for that hardcore, like this championship, that pure wrestling. I mean, how do you feel to be a part of that tonight in a big show like this? I mean, talk about being able to have your cake, you need it too. Being able to wrestle for AEW and Ring of Honor is amazing. Like, you mean, I don't have to pick between two great companies where uh, have a lot of inspiration for me and have some of my favorite wrestlers and history of all time. It's amazing, you know, Uh, being able to wrestle for both companies and be able to be on a full-time schedule with them. I'm one of the only wrestlers that does Wednesdays for Dynamite and Saturdays for Collision because that's where we film Ring of Honor. So it's been kind of a grind the past couple weeks being on the road basically every single day, but it's well worth it. Uh, Death Before Dishonor tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, live in Trenton, New Jersey. And AEW is here uh, for the weekend. Obviously, they're going to be at the Prudential Center for AEW Collision tomorrow night with... Our very own Thunder Rosa on commentary yes, sir. for AEW Collision. And so pretty soon in the ring. I can't wait. Uh, but Daniel, if you can, and it's you know this is satellite radio, so you don't have to worry about too many people listening. Can you can you throw <laughs> can you share a good story about our very own Mark Henry and a and a good story about our very own Thunder Rosa? Lord have mercy. Careful. Ooh. I've heard some stories about Mark Henry, man. I've heard some stories. I feel like I feel like maybe I don't got any good Mark Henry stories that I can share to the world right now, to be honest. Smart. Um, other than I did watch him as a kid, Night of Champions, Buffalo, New York against Randy Orton, saw him win the World Heavyweight title live. And he became one of my favorite wrestlers ever, ever since. Aw. I love the route that Daniel went for the Mark Henry story, but please, sir, if you could, share a, share a good Thunder Rosa story for us. Thunder Rosa? I mean, where do I start? Oh, my I God. Like I, got a, I feel like I got some... Again, I don't know if I got any I can share to the world right now. He be bugging now. <laughs> he be bugging. <laughs> I, I, I will say, I will say Thunder Rosa one of the first people who showed me a lot of love when I came to AEW. She was uh, one of the people who weren't intimidated intimidated by me or like, oh, this guy's coming for my spot or whatever. I came in, she showed me a lot of love right away and was uh, one of the kindest people on the roster to me right off the bat. And I still give him kisses when I see him. He's my baby. She does. I do. I'm a baby. I go and hug him and he's like, yes, I am. I'm like that. Daniel Garcia. Oh my! I, 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 I have a story. I want to see this. And you, you never, you never see me how I embrace this kid. I love no. this kid. I love this kid. My favorite is when we went. We were in, we were at this casino in Atlantic City, and we were all doing karaoke. And Daniel gets up and starts doing like a '90s song, like an R B R and B song, and he starts dancing and stuff. And I was like, because that's what you like a little kid right now. now I was like, <laughs> bro. <laughs> He's veiling himself, you know. It was it was great. Yeah, he loves. I Let think I have you. Yes, Let I have him on my blog song. doing that song. I was very impressed. I was like, what? Man, <laughs> can I, 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 man, I missed that. I hate I missed that. Because you were probably eating or sleeping in the room. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Those are the stories. Wow. Those are all, all my right, Mark since Henry we, stories. All right, since we since we started talking about food, Daniel, 
What, what's your what's your favorite food? What's your favorite go to? I'm Ooh. say talk slow. Talk slow when you say tacos. My favorite food is definitely Mexican food. I love Mexican food. Mm. But a close second would be sushi. All right. I'll I'll mess up any sushi. I love sushi. Man. There's a really good spot around here, by the way. Love sushi. Is there? Oh my god, yes. Rosa, we yes. should go. I'll we take go you. Together. I'll take you, man. I'll take, take, you. I'll take you. She said it like Barry White. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll take, take you. <laughs> <laughs> we can't be in the same room, Mark, doing radio. I swear. <laughs> He's a bad influence, We're David. We're going to get in trouble. <laughs> oh, my God. That's good. Though. Well, Daniel, huge match tonight. Death Before Dishonor, 7 p.m. Eastern Time in Trenton, New Jersey. Uh, you and Shibata, that's going to be a classic. I can't wait to see that tonight. And again, AEW Collision tomorrow night in the Prudential Center in Newark, New Jersey. Daniel, I know it's a big day for you, so I really appreciate you taking the time and joining us. Thank you so much for the time. Thank you. Sorry I couldn't be there to give Thunder Rosa a lap dance and to be there with you guys. But she is so... Dark. She is so disappointed. You should have seen. She's breaking she's breaking. stuff. She's, oh, my God. She's rioting here in the studio. It's my oh, first no. time in oh the studio. Oh, my God. Look at her. Her hair's all messed up. She's sweating. Jesus. Stop. Wow. Yo, relax, Rosa. I got you on Saturday. Don't I, worry. I got my card and says I... I get a, I get a dance. Thunder's looking great too, by the way. Her Jesus. legs. You see yeah. Thunder's legs? Yeah. Whoa. Thunder. She back the thunder thighs, hard. baby. The thunder thighs. Hey, I, I, I just want to <laughs> know how does it feel to not have pain? Because Oh, it's the best thing. It's the best thing ever. It's the best thing ever. This is like the first time in like five, six years that I'm like, oh, this is what normal people feel like. Wow. Yeah. Man, you have to tell me more about it. Yes. Because <laughs> I don't know what that <laughs> feels can you do me, like. Can you do me a big favor, Ania, just as a, a treat to my co-host, Thunder? Could you wish her, in the only way that you could, a, a happy birthday for her? It's tomorrow's. Or the best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Birthday. Hey everyone, it's Howard Bender from the Andy Up Podcast. Every weekday, Adam Ronis and I serve you up the picks, plays, and fantasy information needed to win your bets. You know, this isn't just your average sports betting show, though, for one very good reason. We won't tell you what to do unless we've already done it ourselves. That's right. We put our money where our mouths are, so we're just as invested in each bet as you are. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, free for most subscribers. Mr. Eric Young. Eric, good morning, and thank you so much for the time today. 
Yeah, morning. Thank you, guys. Uh, this is uh, the biggest show in pro wrestling, so it's uh, it's an honor to be here with you guys. Well, first of all, I'm honored to hear you say that because, Eric, you've been, you know, we've been on the air for 14 years now, and, Eric, you've been a guest on this show several times throughout the years, and you've always supported this show, so thank you so much for always doing that. And we've had you on some amazing moments when you won that Impact World Championship, when we've seen you, you know, dive off the top of the cage so many great moments and i think you can add slammiversary to one of those moments as well how great was it to come back home and return to impact wrestling at slammiversary yeah a uh, super cool uh you know being in windsor ontario that's about less than 20 minutes from where i grew up a tiny little town called florence about 20 minutes from there, population of 70 people for so it's a it's a large one it's a big one wow. and uh yeah, I lived on a dirt road for most of my life. It got paved in the last uh, few years that I lived there. But, um, you know, kind of a full circle thing. You know, I don't think I would have agreed to doing a Team Canada version um, anywhere else. It wouldn't have made a lot of sense. But that night, uh, obviously, with Scott, the coach, and uh, in Windsor, in front of friends and family, and making my return to Impact Wrestling, uh, everything was just right. I'm a believer in fate. Uh, I have it tattooed on the inside of my right arm uh, because it's one of the very few things that I truly believe in. And I was standing exactly where I was supposed to be. Man, I'm going to tell you right now, um, watching you come out and hearing that ovation, um, there's, there's not that many times in your life where your country gets behind you, that the fans that um, they don't care whether you're good or bad, if you represent them, they, they they have this overwhelming, compelling feeling to, you know what, man, I got to get behind this. Did How how did that make you feel walking out there and feeling that energy come from those people? Yeah, it's, I mean, it is singular with Canada, right? It's, uh, you know, growing up there, that will always be part of, of my life. Um, obviously, the first time starting on TV in Team Canada uh, is a huge part of my career and the very beginning of my television career. Um, and Canadian fans, they just they don't care, man. They're just going to cheer and support their people. Um, I mean, you saw it at, at WrestleMania 18. I was there in attendance. Uh, it was supposed to be Babyface Rock versus Heel Hulk Hogan, and they don't they don't care, man. They don't care what the script is. They just started cheering Hogan like crazy. And I mean, in no way am I comparing myself to either of those guys, but. It, you know, Canadians kind of just do their own thing and they, they support who they want. And uh, I'm uh, honored for them to support me. And, and I'm proud to be Canadian growing up in a beautiful country. And my family all still lives there. So it was a it was a very, very cool moment for me. One that I won't forget. Not ever. Being a powerful guy in Canada. Can you do something for me? Can you contact TSA and tell them to quit pulling me in the little room? <laughs> We could have had a joint deal because I used to have to go through TSA coming into the United States. It was like that. I mean, every single time I'm living in the United States, I'm working in the United States, I'm married. Um, I have a green card. But, you know, for, for years and years, I, I was, you know, I have missed flights and, you know, no, I had been denied Mr. And entry. I'm Mr. It, I mean, sometimes it's random. I mean, I can tell you, you know, having tattoos all over your arms never helps. Uh, <laughs> and, and once you get pulled in once, it seems to happen more and more. Yep. So it's, uh, yes, sir. Yeah, we, we should have talked talk to them. You talk ago. to Canadian TSA and I'll talk to US TSA. This is a deal. This is a deal. Jeez. Eric, Impact Wrestling, um, what made you want to come back? 
And now that you've been back, how how do you feel? How's the locker room? How's the old environment there with Impact? Yeah, it's a it's a special place. And you know, I talked to Scott before leaving last time, and I didn't want to leave then. And that's a it's a it's a wild thing. And Scott himself, uh, who is a very honest person and a blunt person, said, you know, he, he goes, I'll. I'll punch you if you don't leave. As those were his words, and uh, uh, I don't think he would have. But I mean, he might have tried. You never know. He's a bit of a wild man. Uh, so going back was—it's coming home. It's—I uh, can say from working there and working other places, it's there's something very special going on there. And that sounds biased because that's where I work. But I would have said that at any point. And I think if you guys talk to other people that work there or have worked there and have passed through there in the last, you know, three to five years something very special is going on there. And uh, it's a very tight knit group, like Saturday after the show, 95% of the locker room, including management was all in the same place and drinking and eating and laughing. And, and uh, there's a, there's a real team spirit and a real uh, connectivity in that locker room. There's something very special and I'm very happy and very proud to be part of it. Uh, now that you mentioned that, I have a question in terms of like everywhere that you uh, you have worked. How important it is to have a locker room that is like that, that simulates what you've been uh, experiencing with Impact? Yeah, like, I mean, you and Mark have been in locker rooms, too. And it, the reality is it's not necessary, uh, but it is an amazing perk. And, you know, we're all our own business. You know, we all have to look out for number one. And, and that's never going to change. And that's how wrestling's been set up for you know, of the last hundred years is you got to look out for yourself because other people just aren't going to, because they're too busy looking out for themselves and it's nothing personal, but being part of a, a tight knit group like that, where you feel like everyone kind of understands the role and is pulling the rope all at the same time. Um, you know, like there's, there's no secret impact is, you know, the little brother, there's no doubt about that, but it's, it's a strong product. It's a strong group of people. It's a, it's a place where, young people and um you know people that are just starting out can really learn television and and come into their own i mean it's the the roster as far as you know bell to bell performing i would put it against anyone in the world and um it is it's just a really special place to work and if you ask anybody else that has worked there or that is working there i, I have feeling that they're going to say the exact same thing to me it's important you know i'm I'm not at the end of my career, but I'm definitely on the downward slope and because I can't, I'm just not going to do it forever. And having that feeling and enjoying going to work and enjoying the people that I'm around and not having to be political because I'm just not, I don't have the time for it. I don't have the appetite for it. I'm not interested in any way. And maybe I would have been more successful quicker and maybe I would have made more money if I was that way, but I don't care. It's just not who I am. I've never been that way. I'm going to get what's coming to me on my skill and my talent alone, or I'm not going to get it. And uh, it, you don't have to be that way there. And that's a, a real breath of fresh air. Yeah. And Eric, I mean, obviously you were in the WWE and that might be the perfect place for certain wrestlers, but it, it sounds like it maybe it wasn't the right fit for you, at least at that time. And impact wrestling is, was it a, a just a fit issue or just wanting to be comfortable and wanting to be happy? I mean, there's lots of issues, right? It's it's a difficult place to work, and anyone that's worked there knows that. Um, for me, when I signed up, uh, you know, end of October, early November, I signed up to, to play on one team, and when it came time to go to work, I was going to be playing on a different team. And personally, professionally, and more important for me, morally, I can't take instructions from a person like that. I refuse. 
And I'm in a very blessed position where I get to choose and I choose not to work there. And, uh, you know, everyone's got their own lives and their own stories. And, and I you know I'm not, I, you know, I was going back and forth with a couple of guys that are uh, very well respected there. And, and, you know, you know, they were saying, you know, thank you for leading. I'm not doing it to be a leader or to set an example. I'm doing it because it's right for me. And uh, it, it's a, it's amazing. I get to make that choice because, you know, a lot of guys won't ever get that choice, guys and girls, you know, they, they just won't get that choice. Um, I get to choose and I choose not to work for that particular person. I'm sure everyone's following along. Yeah, yes. <laughs> those are very like uh, before the, the question that David uh, uh, had for you, like the statements that you were making, were they're very, very strong. And I feel like, um, yeah, you're absolutely right when you're saying you're you're playing on your own rules and you're playing because uh, in a way that is going to satisfy you as a person. I think that taking that stand is probably one of the most difficult ones as a professional wrestler. I guess we were just talking yeah. about uh, with Mark with politicking and, and knowing how to talk to certain people. But when you're like headstrong and, and, and you have certain values that you know you do not want to break, uh, what had been the challenges throughout your whole career? Uh, you know, we, you already explained the, the, the present one, but in, in the past, like how did you deal with that? Yeah, I, I try to avoid it. You know what I mean? Like like you said, Thunder, it's impossible to avoid. It's part of the business. It always has been, and it likely always will be. Um, I try not to concern myself with that stuff. Uh, like Mark said, of you know how to talk to certain people. I, I'm very professional and very respectful and, and open to many different things and many different ways of doing this uh, because in the end, it is art. Um, but I'm not going to hold somebody down or politic or talk to this guy and go around that person to, to, to get where I want. I'm just, I don't have an appetite for it and I never have, and that will never change. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I mean, you, you've got to play the game. There's no doubt, you know, and I can play the game, um, but I do it on my own terms and uh, I wasn't going to be there and play that way. And, you know, just more, most importantly, morally, I'm not going to work for a person like that. And, and you're at this point in your career where you can make that decision, like Thunder said, and, yep. and you can make it work for yourself because it's you, you have to make happy at the end of the day. Uh, but here you are back in, in Impact Wrestling. And listen, there's a lot for you to to accomplish right now with Impact Wrestling. Our very own Bully Ray, uh, I think you gave him, what, four uh, last weekend, which was great to see. Uh, the who that, did it, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That always feels good. You guys know him. Just yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you get a chance, you better take it. Yes, and you did. And then Diener as well, because there's a lot of history between you, you two, obviously. So there's still a lot of story to tell. So when when you're talking about storytelling, you're one of the best, and you're going to be able to play that out with impact right now. Yeah, that's for me is the drug of, of wrestling. I love the physical part of it and physically performing, but the drug is, is the storytelling, and it's always been the drug for me. And uh, being able to kind of do it my way at impact it is obviously a massive perk um i've earned that respect and and that you know kind of responsibility um but it's not lost to me that it is a privilege you know and not everybody gets it so it's it's a really cool thing right now it's wide open right like we're talking ideas of where we're going to go and and how we're going to do it and um getting to have a say right i don't get final say i don't get you know i I've, i've never really said no to anything Um, I mean, you can look at my career and say that that's very clear. I don't, I don't say no to anything. I try it all. And, um, but being able to help steer the ship and be part of that process, it's very hands-on. And for people that have done it, you know, like that is, that is a reward, you know, in its own, 
like performing it is the ultimate reward, but being able to steer the ship and have your hand on the rudder in some way is a very rewarding thing. And, and I get that at impact where I may not get it in other places. Also, um, you're not barely legal <laughs> and, um, you're in a place where, um, you're surrounded by veterans, the Tommy yeah. dreamers and bully rays and, and guys, Macklin, like they've been around. And um, do you feel like that's a that's a better place for you to be where you have veteran leadership that's allowed to be veterans and to be able to say, hey, let me let me school you on how this works. Do you do you embody that uh, situation and, and position? Yeah, I think that's a beautiful thing in wrestling, right? Is learning from people with experience. And, um, you know, there's all kinds of guys that have more experience than I do. Like I, I consider myself, uh, you know, definitely one of the veterans of the locker room. I've been doing this for 30 years. I've been on TV since 2004. Wow. And, uh, you know, I've done a lot and seen a lot. I don't ever interject myself, but if people ask my opinion, I'm happy to give it. And if I have, you know, if I have something I, I'm questioning or, or thinking about, I, I always run it by Tommy. I run it by Bully. I run it by Scott. I run it by, you know, if, if there's somebody younger that I trust, you know, uh, Diener is a guy that is, has really come into his own, is a hyper, hyper talented guy and understands wrestling on a level that a lot of people maybe never will. So, you know, running it by him and, you know, the more eyes and more opinions you can get, the better you can kind of set yourself up for success, I think. You mentioned success. You mentioned experience. One of those, both those things is what I see in you when it comes to fantasy football. Obviously, as we're doing this uh, interview, you have the NFL logo to your right and to your left. Yeah. Uh, I have been, unfortunately, in some leagues with you in the past. Uh, we're getting near draft time and it's yep. getting, we're getting near fantasy season. How hyped are you for fantasy football this year? Yeah, I can't wait. It's obviously too draft to be too early to be thinking about it too much, but I do a, a show on uh, Game Plus Network, uh, which is an Anthem property, um, through the FTN Network, which uh, I'm I'm a part of and a shareholder in. Uh, I do a hockey show as well. It's a huge part of my life. I love sport and you know hockey and football. I don't have the bandwidth for anything else. It's too many baseball games. Hockey and basketball are at the same time, so I don't really follow basketball either. But hockey and football, I could go. Uh, Shot for shot, I could probably name every offensive player in the wow. NFL right now if you had the time. Do you play? Yeah. Do you play hockey too? When growing up, <laughs> we're not yeah, going to do yeah, that. I played hockey growing up, yeah, and I still play. I mean, I'm I'm very poor at it. Uh, I am not a good hockey player. I mean, I wanted. I grew up in Canada and I wanted to play in the NHL. And probably, you know, tenth grade, ninth grade, I I realized that that was never going to be a thing. And uh, but I still love it. I still play. I try to play two or three times a week. Um, but for sure, I play every week uh, whenever I can here in Nashville. Eric, now I just remembered. I just remembered. I he knew it was coming. What is it? Nash Vegas Maniacs. That's it. I had a career day against him. He did. He did. I yeah. made fun of you, I believe, at the draft. I scored 180 I mean, I points. Oh, my Oof. God. I had three people on my team have 30 points. How? <laughs> I don't know what happened that day. Everybody, one of those days. I, it was uh it was just one of those times. It don't it'll probably never happen again. 
I had Tariq Hill. He had 42 points. Um, somebody else had like 30 points. And and then there was somebody that was like 31 points. It, it was it was the it was it was one of the historical drubbings of all time. Wow. Yeah, nobody was beating you. I think that yeah. would be easily the high scorer of the week and uh yeah, maybe I, I the whole it. year. I, that was a maybe good. Maybe the whole year. It, yeah, maybe the highest point total of the whole year. But did you I, win? Did I, you I win the league? Third. He came in third? Yeah, but I did beat uh Mike Fabiano, who wow. was the head of the league. Yeah, he's he's a wizard he, he, when yeah. that stuff. Well, I, 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 Hold on a second. He had to bring that up, Eric. He had to bring oh that up. Oh, my God. My goodness. Back. I would, too. My goodness. <laughs> uh, Eric, it's great to have you back with Impact. Uh, I can't wait to see, again, every single Thursday night on Access TV. It's good to have you back home, and you've always been a friend of the show, and thank you once again for joining us. And, Eric, uh, good luck, and we hope to have you on again. <laughs> The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.